We are recording. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. I'm Alex and I'm super... Wait, I thought we weren't doing that. Oh, we apparently are. Who are you? Yeah, you're I'm right. not improving. See, we <laughs> he's got to practice improv. <laughs> he's got to practice. Uh, Dr. Kevin is um, natural and no, I'm the junkie today. You oh, make him feel. I'm definitely the junkie today. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what does that make you, sure. Rob? I, I'm not sure. I guess that would make me natural today. Then, <laughs> if we do in the same order stuff, yeah, I don't know I how that works. I don't know. <laughs> We're all confused today, but we so, are the yes. supernatural junkies. Yes. Welcome, everyone. We're a little um, off our game, I think. Maybe I don't know. I was on it, but they're they're not. But I am drinking my caffeinated beverage right now. So or chai with some kind of creamy substance. Yeah, I, that makes it sound really gross and weird. But it's just a little <laughs> bit of cream in there. Okay, just relax, dude. Um, maybe you need some matcha tea or something. I like to make her coffee. I mean, that stuff smells amazing, but. The chai, not so much. I'm like, oh, please don't make me taste it. Ever since COVID, though, my caffeine, uh, coffee has not tasted right. I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely, uh, you know, something that Satan would have dreamed up for sure then. Okay. That's a little dramatic. (laughs) Wow. A little dramatic. Anyway, so how's everyone's week going? Kevin has some exciting news. You want to tell us? Well, I did. I uh, actually got picked up by a literary agent on, yeah. for my first book. Um, that's very hush hush. We will actually cover it um, <laughs> at some point. And uh, so, very, very good news today. Exciting. Very exciting. Me? I got yeah. something exciting. What? I told you guys I was going to preach. Actually, we did an episode that day. Um, I ended up preaching Tuesday night at a halfway house and led seven people. To the Lord. So angels are rejoicing. Yeah, so that was a big win for me. Yeah, I was really excited for the kingdom. Yes, it is. It's exciting to see, you know, people start back on the road that, you know, we've been walking on a long time. And, boy, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. Uh, I had to turn around, and I was like the worship person, you know, behind you. You know how they play the little keyboards at the end when you're, you know, come to the altar or whatever. (laughs) And I had to turn around, and, like, I was like, "Ah." I couldn't yeah. turn around for a minute. I had to com- get compose myself again. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool. I, I just love evangelism. It's just amazing. So well, it was a lot of fun. It's that moment you know where Ugh. this isn't me doing this. Right? Yeah, totally. Sure. So if it was me, I don't know if we would have had any. But, um, yeah, totally. He took over, and the Lord did his thing, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. Well, I'm going to jump right into well, it, I, part I, two. I, well, of what part, about, what about your week, Alex? I mean, why is he always cutting me off? What was, what, like, seriously. Dude, what do you, me too. We had Always. to put each other across <laughs> so I can see her cues better and I'm still not. I mean, he's looking right at to, me. I'm going to get he's better cues here. Anyway, we, dude, this, he's about to put a second pair of glasses on again. again? My third <laughs> eyeglasses. Oh, wow. Again. Yeah, they don't help him see any and apparently they don't help him hear any better either. Yikes. So um, anyway, but the, t- today's episode is part two a continuation of the COVID Beast Part 3. Make sense of that one, will you? It's Part mm. 3 continued. That's what I said. I said it is Part 2 of the COVID Beast Part 3. Can you not I don't, I don't think we need to edit that. I think it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We understand. Semantics. <laughs> Semantics. Follow along. We're well, going to have the little red ball that bounces. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. So we will not review as much. All I'm going to say is that when we, we kind of read some scriptures from Revelation, and specifically we found out that one of the things that was going to institute a lot of the events for the end times is a cause. A cause is going to come into the world. And this cause is going to require 
access to our bodies. And then they're going to come along with a strange threat. And this strange threat is... Wait, a thread? Threat. <clears throat> what did I say? Is it a golden thread? It was a golden thread. I hope it's gold. I love gold threads. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be uh, looking at the threads. <laughs> but Yay. a threat. Oh. And the thread is that it's a strange threat, really. We'll, we'll talk about that. But it's if you don't take this, you can't buy or sell. And so we'll, we'll talk about how, you know, really this fits, um, you know, what's exactly happening in the world. So, but I want, before I go into that, let's, let's just put it this way. If you think about what is Satan's ultimate goal, Rob? Seek, kill, and destroy. That's true. That's true. Definitely all of those things. To but, become a Cardassian. That's true. That's true. He's probably have to work Wait, on that. Wait, I think he is actually Chris Kardashian. I think that's actually Satan. No, but it's to, to, to divide and cause chaos and division. And, and get on TV. Get his own reality show. Right. Well, I think about souls. He, you know, he is after our souls. And mm -hmm. that's the number one thing. That's what all of this is about. It's about a battle for the mind and hearts of, of people. And so you think about, is he ever going to come up with something, right? that would really give him a better situation. And what's the situation now? Well, doesn't matter what we do in this life, right? God is more powerful. And God is able to control and, um, and basically save us no matter what happens. So when you think about this, the mark of the beast is the game changer. It is something that if Satan could have come up with it a long time ago, he would have. There's a reason why. And of course, as we're going to keep coming back to, to me, it's technology. It has to be technology-driven. Uh, I love technology. We do. Napoleon <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I love that movie. Yeah, he's like, oh, I love technology. Hmm, I have to watch it again. Oh my it's gosh, a good it's show. So funny. So when you think about Satan's plan, <laughs> Sorry, you know, I mean, the cause. He wants this cause to come in the world. And what's this cause going to do? It's going to create chaos and fear. It has to create fear because fear is what? The opposite of love. So you see, this is how his kingdom works. So when you think about this, this is exactly what the COVID narrative has done. It's created this fear. It is this cause. Okay, so what could cause an entire population to willingly give up access to, its, to our bodies? And there's just not a lot of, you know, fear. fear. Yeah. But, I mean, as long as I've been alive, a pandemic has absolutely been something that people talked about. Um, so this is something, you know, that we, we need to realize that this fits in general what we could be talking about with this cause. Go ahead. Well, you know, Michael Heiser, one of my favorite Bible scholars, um, says, you know, we often think when we think about um, Satan, he is the father of lies, right? The ultimate deceiver. And um, people often think um, erroneously that Satan's goal is to kill. Well, that's kind of a stupid goal. Right, because if he destroys and kills you, what what good is that? Because right. uh, there's nothing left for him to do. Right? If you're dead, he's got nothing. Because this world, this earth, is his domain. It's the only place that he gets to ha really have any fun, have any freedom, have any fun. He because the moment right that Jesus comes back, it's donezo. Right? It's done for him. So his goal really would be to prolong your life in misery here it's totally right? true and to make you suffer here to make you feel fear to make you feel all the horrible things that he can make you feel. because he doesn't remember he doesn't feel anything he the only way he gets to have any of that fun and fun for him right is if he can put that inside of you 
right? Exactly. And so that is his goal, right? To to find a way to instill fear and chaos mm -hmm. and d destroy as much of you as possible on this earth and to get you to spread that around to as many people as possible. And if you think about that, it, that being Satan's goal, right? How would he do that? Right. And I think we so often feel like he just wants to kill people. No, that's the dumbest thing of all. Right. That's so foolish to think that that is his ultimate goal. He feels nothing if we're dead. He gets nothing out of it if we're dead. The, the ultimate goal is to destroy us here on this earth in his playground. Yep. Right. Cause pain and suffering. Right. And how is he going to do that? And, and look at what's going on with us. Look at this dissension amongst each other. Look at the hate that stirred amongst each other right now. This is a field day of fun for him right now. I mean, he is just, I mean, he's got to be just like overjoyed, sure. right? With everything that's going on and what he's able to cause with this chaos. Mm -hmm. And, and this fear. fear, oh my gosh, it's palpable. He's having a field day right now. Yeah, it is palpable. You go anywhere and uh, it's just electric with that fear, right? Well, and you're seeing crazy stuff every day. But, I mean, we go back to the COVID narrative. The bottom line is it fits. You know, we yeah. have a worldwide phenomenon that affected everyone. in Man, woman, child, old, slave, rich, poor, free. We have something that, that the solution to this cause is that we need to allow our bodies to be to be marked with with some kind of syringe, right? With some substance that has never been used before uh, on the face of the earth, you know. And again, we get this same threat happening where if we don't take this, uh, we lose our job. So the vaccine passport is really saying that the people that are not willing to take this vaccine need to be on house arrest. I mean, that's like putting them in a concentration camp. You see, that's really the next step. So you start to realize all of a sudden America, people are willing because of fear to take their neighbor, right? Who's now supposedly this, this rebel that has to be now controlled. And these are the controls that now all of a sudden our neighbors are requiring of us. And when you lose you know, access to your own body, that's the ultimate loss of personal freedom. And yet these people are willing to vote for this. Uh, Vern Buchanan sent a survey around 52% of conservatives were for that. And again, I don't know any other uh, statistics that I've seen on that. But to me, that's that's troubling. Well, other countries are actually interested in instituting, it, it, we know this internationally, a passport, right? Vaccine passport. Dr. Yaleda, who who I've spoken about before, the former Pfizer um, R&D president or whatever his position was, the most senior position they had for him before he retired. Um, he said that he believes that most foreign countries do, because he's in um, England, that he believes that the passport, the vaccine passport, that um, putting that information on there that that information will encode a lot more than that on there. Right. And um, that that is very problematic for him. Because right, because having all that medical information on there. It's it's personal, yeah, private information. And it should be protected. 
right? And you know, it is being instituted in Europe, and yet every yeah. time they voted on anything, they voted it down. And and somebody talked about how it was going to come out and it was going to be the case, and then they they smeared it for three weeks, saying it was completely a conspiracy theory, and then they turn around and do it. So this is exactly what's happened in America, and we we are seeing this happen. You know, we've seen, you know, that Methodist church. We talked. Wait a minute. Was Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Presbyterian, yes. Remember, we went over Those that. Methodists. That's Sorry. okay. <laughs> love we, you, we, Methodists. We love yes. the Methodists. We love them all. It does, yeah. Yeah. Unity. Sorry about that. <laughs> but you start to think about, and you know, I don't know if you ever just thought about the threat. You know, like again, 2,000 years ago, a government does something, they don't give you a choice about it. <laughs> this is a very strange threat. It, it just almost proves that the government that's doing this is democratic in some way because they actually give you a choice. So it's such a curious ultimatum and again we talked about how love has to give a choice if this if this wasn't a choice it couldn't also then be held against us for eternity because we didn't choose it so if they force something on us then you know it's not going to be the mark of the beast right right because like we always say god is the perfect gentleman he's the he's perfect a god, gentleman. god of choices he's the god of choices but what happened to this being a hipaa violation you know putting your medical information on a passport. I mean, since when does that get thrown out the window? You know, because it's such a big deal anyway, right? These HIPAA and uh, anytime you go anywhere, and, but suddenly we're all like, hey, anybody can know that information. It's cool, fine, totally whatever. Exactly. Well, you know, even though they can't force us, what they can do is lie, manipulate, deceive, and then really threaten us with other types of options. You know, and it's funny because nobody in America was talking about mandatory anything until Biden then suddenly became president and immediately he and Fauci changed their tune. You know, we saw the New York bar pass, you know, a recommendation for mandatory vaccinations. So, you know, again, they're going to hit people in the medical fields first, right? They're going to disenfranchise people, you know. Well, my theory because the you know the first thing biden is like my first day in four score and seven years ago <laughs> that's what he sounds like when he talks to me he's like what's my name again <laughs> and um he's like the first thing i'm going to do I, I know it's hard to believe that he's not here in this room right now calm yourself no, you sound just like him. i know i know no, it's, he's not actually here it's just me doing an impersonation of him i know it's so dead on <laughs> He's like, but I'm going to get in and I'm going to sign pro-abortion paperwork. And so they sort of shakily hand him stuff. And he's like, I think this is my name. Right. And I think this I know. is and my what name. The, probably what you, if you were to open those things, you'd see it's just a stick figure. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually his name. But um, I liken the whole um, mandatory vaccines to it's exactly the same thing as a um, the same exact thought as them, if they legalize abortion, it's the same thing. You know, if they have the right to say, well, anybody can have an abortion at any time, then we also have the right to say. Yeah, because they're saying, it's no. my body. Right, right. You can't That's force. That's a good point. You cannot force, you know, me to carry this thing I don't, this clump of cells I don't want into my body. Well, then my right then if that's how you democrats feel then i'm going to say that you cannot force that clump of cells of whatever you have in that shot into my body it's exactly the same argument well if, of course the other thing you can say is that it's very simple if that was your body then it would have your dna and since it doesn't have your dna exactly it's not your body right right but this really is it's the, our it's body the same argument but though. it is the same argument yeah. it's the same exact argument because then they'll say well 
Um, I didn't want this thing. It, it's a foreign substance. Well, that thing that you're about to put in me is a foreign thing as well. Mm-hmm. So I, and look, I am not pro, I am, I'm a Christian. I am pro-life. I am not pro-abortion, but they have to be very careful with that because I maintain that it's exactly the same argument. So if pro-abortion um, this gets, is my body, right? Right, exactly. If that gets passed, then right. I'm telling you right now, as a Christian, if you hear this, it is the same exact argument that we will get to use against them to say no vaccines. Right, right. Because, you can't have it both ways. Because it's the same exact thing, and if they don't see that, that's hypocritical. Well, that's what they are doing. I mean, just this last week, there, you know, one of the guys was saying how it's, the same argument. it's really the Republicans. But again, we don't want to get into just Republican Democrat. But it's it absolutely it's, the case that's happening today that you have people that were literally executing things and then turning around three months later and telling everybody that that the other party was the one who accidentally did that. So this is the kind of right. the memory of of Americans is is very small. But we have to be very careful when you know because that really is. That is just so hypocritical to to only see it when it's advantageous yes. to that particular group or that particular belief. If that's the line that you tow, you have to be very careful because you know we can easily point out how they're exactly the same argument. So well, if you're going and, to say it for one, you have to hold that line, right? Right. And there's so many of those arguments about the vaccine. But here's what we have so far. We have a worldwide pandemic, right? It isn't killing any more people than last year, even in our own country, right? right? They miraculously come up with this cure. Again, they're touting it as a vaccine, right? And then they tell us that we can't go back to normal until we take it, right? You can't, you know, get your vaccine passport. You can't go to Walmart. You can't go to your favorite restaurant. This is not a passport to go to another country. And it means that you're okay with putting people under house arrest, really detaining them. And and again, if they can't work, what will happen to them? They will lose their house. If they can't, you know, again, pay their house payment, can they afford food? You see, when you say a vaccine passport, you're talking about taking away everything that someone has and making them go out on the street. That's what you're really talking about, right? This is the kind of underhanded thing that people are going, oh, a passport. No, what does that really mean? It means that it take, they're going to take everything these people have. But that's part of the agenda. And that is the agenda. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's important for us to know we, it's a, such a nice term, vaccine passport. But <laughs> what is it really? It means that any Christian who's going to use a religious exemption, by the way, the New York Bar said no exemptions, right? They're going to try and use this religious exemption, which we clearly have. I mean, we're making the case for it right now. Right. Right. But they're saying because you won't go along with this, we're going to take everything you have, right? Mm. Disenfranchising every Christian. So this isn't a vaccine, okay? This is genetic therapy, okay? Mm. And that's really what it is. And it's experimental genetic right. therapy. There's not enough testing, right? There's not enough animal sure. studies. There's not enough human studies. And again, why are they pushing this so hard for something that, again, the narrative itself is a lie? So this is why my Mark of the Beast alarm has gone off. And it is difficult. For me to understand how we can be going to church for a year and a half and yet no one is addressing this in a major kind of way we talked about rodney howard brown is one of the guys that i heard recently of course he's been vocal the whole time but it's really one of those things where the bible is happening and nobody is talking about it because we're so politically correct and that's what we have to be if there's one thing that we have to be is a counterculture we have to realize that our culture is no longer Christian. It's not just not Christian, 
It is counter-Christian. Mm-hmm. And that makes us a counterculture. And we haven't accepted that as Christians. And that's the point where we cannot play peacemaker in some situations. Right. And it's really scary. And I, I think I told you about um, the pastor in, it's actually Canada, because Canada is actually yes. a lot worse than us right now. You know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, by the way, are in the Stanley Cup Finals for the second year in a row. And it's 2-0 to no, oh, over uh, Montreal which is obviously a Canadian team. And so we were at full capacity, we meaning Tampa or in Tampa Bay. So we had 21,000 fans at our game last night. So they're going on the road to Toronto now. And guess how many fans they're allowing in their arena? Wait, I thought it was... Nine. Or Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs. No, no, the Canadians, aren't they? Oh, the Canadians. Yeah, Montreal Canadians. Right. Right. So check this out. 3,000 fans. That's it. Wow. So they're coming down Because it's a welfare state. Yeah. That's pretty scary. But with their pastor, I think I told you guys... They, they had a uh, helicopter flying above just a police helicopter on Sundays looking for gatherings outside because yes. what the churches did, they wouldn't let them eat inside, so it was outside, and there was over 200 people there. They put the, uh, the pastor in, in jail mm-hmm. and without even possibility of any type of bail, and now he's facing six years in prison. Yeah, and it's hilarious because then they quoted him a scripture saying, you know, you need to render to Caesar what is Caesar's. Right. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. God has already decided. I mean, how long how long has the Sabbath been around now? <laughs> how long ago did God institute that and say that it's his? And here's this sheriff reading this, you know, to this, this pastor who's just going with what the Bible says, right? right? Taking and giving to God what God says is his. But suddenly our governments come in and say, no. That's not God's. That's ours. And then having the sheriff misquote scripture. Yeah, he I mean, to it. think yeah. that, that anybody could quote that in that situation when God is clear. Yes, and it actually says in the book of Colossians, which goes missed a lot is, um, what is it? Colossians 2, I believe it's 16. Yes, 2.16. Therefore, don't let anyone judge you in regard to food, drink, or in the matter of a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath Day. So it's interesting that um, even though it's one of the Ten Commandments, actually here's Jesus going, where the authorship is, is thought to be Paul in Colossians, but a lot of scholars um, argue that. But anyways, that's not the point. The point is, is that um, the Sabbath these days, again, you need your rest, but is you're not required to do it. But again, when we're told to assemble, so Did he just important. pull out the Bible here? I cheated. He did. I he did. cheated. He totally cheated. You, you got to go off of memory. That is not but fair. Did you see how I said, let me think what it is? And I actually had it highlighted in front of me. But I, I do I want to say one thing. Listen to this. It's actually oh, a it's paper crispy. Bible. It's a it's paper, paper Bible. And it's a little bit crispy. <laughs> it is. Wow. Wait, crispy. It's um, very worn, just so everyone knows. That's what I Pages are about to I fall can vouch. off. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Pages Mine are got falling crispy out. after I took it to, you know, <laughs> camping and it got wet. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I think, you know, considering that pastor, you know, certainly Jesus did say that, you know, we're not supposed to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, you know. And so mm-hmm. you, you see people are, again, this is an issue of religious freedom, and certainly we can go back to make that case. But going back to the mark of the beast, you know, it's that people just throw this out. They really aren't even willing to talk about it because of their preconceived ideas. And we will bring up what some of those are but a lot of it gets down to where's the mark where's the mark in my hand where's the mark in my forehead and you know where's the chip or the tattoo as if this is going to be some kind of physical mark but the reality is is that that's not exactly what what the bible says there so the problem gets down to is that most people believe 
there's no deception surrounding the mark of the beast. Here is the end times, the signature of the end times is the deception. You think about who's going to get deceived, Rob? Uh, yes, what we're referring to is uh, Matthew 24, 24. It says, this is New King James Version. I'm reading it. I'm cheating. Uh, is for false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. You know, and that's always a scary one. And again, we we don't understand everything. And so a lot of this is above our pay grade. We're not God. And so the best way to respond to some of these difficult questions is really with what the Bible says. And uh, we certainly want to see more things, more people saved. And that is also the heart of God. But the problem is, is that the Christian church isn't really willing to talk about what this great deception would be. We're not really willing to talk about what the mark of the beast could really be. We're not really willing to talk about how it could be even possible to lose our salvation or to not be able to be saved. So these are all very difficult things. And as we've talked about already, technology has got to be the issue because if Satan could have come up with a choice that was something we couldn't repent of, don't you think he would have come up with that? I absolutely do think he would. Yeah, a long time ago. Exactly. So that's what his goal is. He, you know, he wants more souls to be with him. And God, exactly the opposite, wants uh, to be in our lives. So what do you think about that, Alex? I think that time's awful. <laughs> she had that glazed look on her face like, uh-oh, I'm monologuing. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I think the mark of the beast, you know, also people try and fit it in a timeline. Can we just call it mob? Mob. The mob. Ooh, wow. That would That's what I do in the articles. Edge. But, you know, people are like, well, it can't be the mark of the beast because the rapture hasn't happened, right? They, they, they really have such a hard timeline that they can't see what's happening in front of their face, mm -hmm. right? And because then all of a sudden they'd have to admit maybe they were wrong about something. <laughs> and that has got to be bad. And I think that's the real reality is, you know, the, less flu the more fluid we are with this thing, you know, let's let's keep reading our Bibles and let's keep looking and seeing what's happening. And then let's see what God starts to tell us. So everything, you know, can come in, you know, precursors. If you're just looking in the world today, you know, are there any tens out there that ring a bell? Well, the Bible says the last kingdom would be a, a kingdom of ten toes, right? Mm -hmm. Or ten horns. Well, the, the United Nations divided ten the toads? whole... Ten toads? Ten <laughs> toads. What? Toads. Ribbit. Oh, toads. Oh, wait, do, do toads go ribbit or is that just frogs? <laughs> no, they, they do the same, don't they? No, I thought they went... Like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wait, what? They make weird noises, the big, <laughs> the big ones. Yeah, like that. <laughs> we'll yeah. do it on YouTube and watch afterwards. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to. Back to the toads. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yes, she digressed me. But, you know, the United Nations broke the world down into the ten toads, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and that's really important because that you start to see these things that are setting up right in front of us. And I'm kind of the, the opinion that the first rocket did not make it to the moon or didn't put a man on the moon. So when we talk about a precursor... Wait, he, Neil Armstrong just said the whole thing was um, done on a soundstage. Mm. I totally agree with that. And he the did. earth did he is really flat. Yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah, he said the whole thing was um, a setup. 
Really? You I did? When did this happen? It was just it was just a few weeks ago, last really? month. Or so. Yeah. Wow. This whole thing. Done. How did I not hear that? Yeah. Whole thing. People fake. have been saying that for years. Whole and thing. It was like fake. this big conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I am unaware wow. of that. I did not hear you that. You guys didn't hear that? No. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. That is a really big deal. You're, uh, in, um, it was, he was on, giving some interviews saying the whole thing was staged. Wow, I can't wait to go not watch wild? this. No, yeah, he's definitely amazing. a flat Earth guy now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Branson just went into. Uh, Bur- but wouldn't uh, he, like when he got up there, wouldn't he have seen the edge? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, you know, you, people are just looking around going, well, you know, they've been saying the world's going to end and Jesus is going to come back. Well, that's exactly what Jesus said they'd be saying when he came back. I'll be back. Right? You Absolutely. know, and you're like, if you're an end times person, you're like, how are you going to miss a kingdom that has 10 parts and rules the world the same way the Roman emperor or emperor, know, emperor or the, oh, no, uh, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not just Rome, but Greece and Babylon. I mean, these countries, these these kingdoms rule the world. How are you going to miss that? How are you going to miss that charismatic leader, right? That ends up becoming. Kevin, don't you know, girls, we rule the world. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that would definitely be the Antichrist. <laughs> so you know, we Beyonce. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and then we have the mark of the beast, the unforgivable sin. You know, we, we have a change to the gospel. All of a sudden, something comes up. Now, we knew there was something before. We'll talk about blaspheming the Holy Spirit. But, you know, the bottom line is, is that where's the temple of the Holy Spirit? It's Inside our body. Is. Right. It's us. So right there, you have a connection that the mark of the beast is doing something to the temple of the Holy Spirit that might possibly blaspheme the Holy mm. Spirit. And these are just little obvious things for myself you know but the idea that salvation no longer applies to someone what could possibly do that okay what has changed so drastically and that's what we're not being able even to talk about or 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 ask and i think that's important (laughs) he points at me i'm like I don't know what am I supposed to say here. <laughs> oh, she! This is rare. This is rare. <laughs> are, are we going down to the days of Noah verse? Is that where we're going? Oh, are no, we going to the DNA thing? Well, all I'm saying is, is you that, mean my cousin Noah? Right. <laughs> I know we're all related to him, right? That's right. <laughs> what but, up, Coos? You know, his great great grandfather was Enoch. Was it? It's the truth. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I am related. I am. I. I am actually related. I don't know why they don't name more kids Enoch today. It's kind of a nice name. Really. <laughs> That's true. Really, bad. Enoch. I like it. The the man that when we when we first were having children, he was like, "Yeah, I really like the name William, and I like the name Bo." I was like, William Bo. So we I, could call him no Willie Bo. No, no, we call him Bilbo. Bilbo. No, no, he no he didn't put it together. I did. I was like, we are not naming our first child Bilbo. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. Awesome. Yeah, no, Kevin. No, not Bilbo. No, and then at some point he's like, well, I like the name Graham. And I was like, nope, nope to Grambo either. No, like, really? No bows. No, I know. So we go back to the subject. Uh, (laughs) You know, you think about nothing a human really could do in their lifetime. I mean, since Jesus came down, you know, not just off the cross, but out of the grave, you know, there's this one exception that we've all been asking ourselves, you know, about, you know, and then we talk about the helper, the Holy Spirit. Well, the whole Holy Spirit, according to John 15, 26, 27, says when the helper comes, he will testify of who me, which is Jesus. He's talking about 
the Holy Spirit comes into our life and tells us who Jesus is, right? And then the Bible also says in Romans 8, 15 and 16, it says, for you did not receive a spirit of slavery, right? Mm -hmm. That returns you to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship by whom we cry, Abba, Father. So you Daddy. see- Daddy. Exactly. And, and the, the good band. And the spirit right. himself, <laughs> the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And so blaspheming the Holy Spirit is denying who Jesus Christ is. And isn't that exactly somebody that denies Jesus is the one that can't be saved? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? You'll see that yeah. in John 3 and all over the Gospels. Absolutely. The one that, that can't you know, believe does not have the power to become the sons of God. Mm. That's right. And that's what blaspheming the Holy Spirit probably is, You know, at least yeah. in our age, right? And you could certainly make some arguments before that. But what is it that could thwart that? Well, again, we don't have all the answers. and uh, But we do know the mark of the beast absolutely seems to be this way. So, you know, and then we talk about the mark of the beast. You know, technology is really the best explanation. Yeah. The best way to say it is we've been playing football and suddenly he drives out a tank mm. on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I believe God. Is that what also, they do in football? They, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's called war. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you and, know, the sports things. I don't know. <laughs> you know, and, and the same thing. People have never been willing to even ask themselves this question. A lot of it's because they're like, well, I'm not going to be here for that. Right. And so the timing of the rapture, they don't have to think there's nothing they need to know about the end times because they're not going to be there. And so this, again, you know, puts people in a lot of shell shock, you know. Yeah. So, so don't sit there and uh, don't read your Bibles thinking that it's not going to happen in your time. Even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't happen in your children's and your children's children, get in your Bible, get in your yeah. Bible. Well, you know, it's it's kind of indicative of the times that we're going through. I mean, this is why the whole vaccine and everything that's going on with the vaccine and not knowing anything. It's like, you know, um, it, it's everything that people are going through right now. You know, uh, nobody really wants to do any investigating of their own. You know, it's like they roll up and like, give me my McShot. Mm-hmm. Tell me my McNews. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everything is like, just hand it to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, this shot will cure us of whatever's going on. It'll save me. It'll save the world. It'll just like, just tell me what to think. Tell me what to do. Tell me how I'm saved. Right. No, that's not how it works, folks. You're going to have to dig in. You're going to have to find this information for yourself because there's a lot of stuff going on that you're going to have to get informed, get in there. It's going to get ugly. But if you don't look it and find it for yourself, that information, you will be deceived. Right? Right. right. So keep listening to our show so we can help you with that. Bam. You know, and look at that segue. Wow. Kevin's usually the segue king. I did it. Wow. Kevin's usually the one that's like, speaking of McDonald's and meals, (laughs) God said he has the ultimate French fry for you. It's almost French fry. He's amazing. And he'll be like, So what you're learning is that Alex doesn't like Burger King. (laughs) I know. I I love McDonald's. But like, Kevin's like usually the segue king. But I'm very impressed, Rob. Thank you. I've been working on it. I was practicing the whole. Way here. <laughs> right. By the way, we're a little different today, probably because it's later in the day, so we're 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 loopy. I'm drinking my green green matcha tea. Has just the tiniest bit of caffeine. Yes, and uh, so I need more. I'm trying to hold right. myself down, yeah. but uh, you know, going back to this idea of disinformation and desensitization. Uh, I can't believe I said that without I stuttering. I know he said that very slowly that too. Deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that everybody in, everybody can see that we have all 
kind of been blitzkrieg. We're we're like another big word. Look totally. I mean, we're just we're just completely numb to so Didn't many things. Didn't even have to listen to that Ramon song to get it either. Exactly. Blitzkrieg pop. <laughs> you know, and again, we we just there's so many lies and so many attacks. It's hard to tell which ones are important. You know, and <laughs> you know, and and the one I like the best is like you know half of the television shows you know through for a year every time you watch them they had a little meter up in the right hand corner you know about all the number of people not just the deaths now because they didn't have enough of those they had to have the number of people with positive yeah, cases tested positive exactly. even though 80 percent of those people of that number right never even had symptoms right it's kind of right? like them how all the um, democrats came up to vote they weren't really there either rob went uh-oh. there i just went oh, there how dare you he just went he's an unauthorized territory <laughs> but there's no doubt about that fact you know that that number yeah take it 80 percent of it away yeah. i just liked when right? the television shows started having people with face masks on Mm, right. like, I yes, mean commercials I with what? commercials, right? Uh, what? Well, you know, at the what? U.S. Open tennis wow. tournament, you had two guys on the whole. I mean, this is a tennis court, right? Right, and it's here they are out there. They play a match, but as soon as they get done with the mask, I mean the match, then they put their mask on and go do an interview. <laughs> two guys on a tennis court. It's unbelievable. You, know, you can't even understand. You know, you no, know. I purposely when I would walk places and people would talk to me, I would be like, my, my, my. Just <laughs> when they would ask me questions, so you can't, you can't understand her. And yeah, and they'd be like, "What?" And, and just because it'd be like, "Why are we bother talking? Like, just don't talk to me." And you just to further frustrate them more. <laughs> they would just what what? And you're like, you, "Why are you bothering?" Because that's what everyone sounds like anyway. There's no way around it. I mean, you have trouble, you know, <laughs> understanding people with masks. I had two patients that came in and virtually nobody's wearing masks. And, of course, I, don't, I couldn't recognize them. I mean, I really couldn't. Mm. And, um, and it was one of those awkward moments, you know. Mm. But, um, you know, when we think about this, there's, there's no way around it. We're going to show you that some of the, the you know, really the, the, the diabolical um, technology that's actually available and what it can do to your yeah. body, you know, there's no way around it. You're going to get to a place where, you know, somebody having access to your body to do things to it that are actually readily available now, you know, we cannot give access to our bodies. And that's really a fundamental thing that the Christians need to understand. So, um, you know, this is this is the fundamental freedom. If, if they have some way of coercing us, bullying us, right? You lose your job, right? Vaccine passports. If, if all that stuff goes through, you lose your rights to your own temple. And that should be frightening to everybody. And that's what's at stake here with these vaccines and the vaccine's passport. So it's time for the church to wake up. Well, that's, yeah, I, I got a post, you know, on my Facebook, somebody said, well, um, I posted something about supporting Rand Paul and someone said, well, I don't know anybody that's been forced to get the vaccine. Do you? And, and I was like, well, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, I do. Actually, I know people that have lost their jobs because they didn't get the vaccine. I know there are uh, people that young people who are, they're threatening them with not being able to go back to college unless they get the vaccine. What do you mean you don't know anybody that's been forced to get the vaccine? That is forcing someone to get the vaccine. If you mean that they haven't held them down and put the vaccine in them, 
Um, no, but what they're doing by manipulation and coercion and saying you can't have a job and pay your bills, you can't support your family unless you get this vaccine, you can't go back to school and finish your education unless you get the vaccine. I'm sorry that you don't see that as still forcing someone, but that kind of manipulation and coercion is still forcing Right. And because what you're saying is, is that you used to be a human and have your First Amendment rights. um, But now, you know, I because I obviously got the vaccine, I still get them. But you don't see that is forcing someone to get the vaccine just because you've put it in a different way. And you think that you're like, that's okay. that somehow that's more amenable. It isn't any different. No doubt. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just reading uh, on Twitter the other night. Um, I, I was following this feed and I actually felt bad for these people. There were a person living in France that says, I'm living in France. They're now mandating that we get a vaccine to go in restaurants, pubs, the mall, the hospital, mm. uh, movies, a bus, train, plane. I'm thinking about moving to Florida or Texas. Yeah, I come love on. America. Come on. Right. Come yeah. on in. So, well, you we're know, the rebels. There, there's, there's no way around it at this point. These people have lost control of their own body. That's what's happened. Yeah. yeah. And and they are the first thing they've done now is they've they're saying that you know people in the healthcare fields in Europe period have to have it or they're fired. I mean, if you're a doctor and you can't make your own medical decisions, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is astonishing. Of the people in the world that should know the most about healthcare. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. These are the people that you're going to take away their choice. Yeah. Right. They dedicated their whole lives to this. Yeah. yeah. So. I had a lady that was behind me, um, a really young girl. I was really surprised. Um, you know, just talking about it. But she told me she works for a California company, and she is the only person. You know, and there's 30, 40 employees. It's a California company. They made everybody take it, or you have to wear a mask. And so she's the only person that has to wear a mask walking around her office. Wow. And can you imagine the pressure that she feels? Like yeah. shame. Yes. They're probably right. shaming her and sure. all that stuff. You know, and, and this is kind of like, you know, if you really think about it, God, you know, doesn't want us to make sinners feel different than we are. Yeah. Because we were all sinners. It's only in we're in Christ that that equation changes. Sure. You know, and that's why we are supposed to be glorying in our weaknesses, right? Yeah. So that people know, yeah, it's not us, right? So, you know, you start to wrap your head around this. This is doing horrible things to humanity. It right. is separating the population. It is a way of marking us. Sure. Right. And bullying us. Yeah. But just be, you know, like if if somebody says that, like, oh, somebody's not being forced, just remind them, like, I'm not subhuman because I don't get the vaccine. I'm still a human and I still should have the same rights that you have. But, you know, that sort of coercion and that sort of manipulation is still taking away the rights that you think you have just because you have the vaccine. And just like, you know, gently point that out. Like, I mean, think about that. I don't get my job because I refuse to get a vaccine. Isn't that ridiculous? Or I don't get to go to college or finish my degree. Like my rights were taken away. Uh, um, I mean, but last week it was fine. Yeah. You know, you're like, just because you haven't thought about it that way doesn't make that not true. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this is the thing. Um, if If you destroy the fatherhood of God, you destroy the brotherhood of men, right? And vice versa, what is happening now? That's what Satan wants to do. He wants to destroy our brotherhood. Why? 
You can never get it back. The only way we can get the brotherhood of man back is to restore the fatherhood of God. And that's really what this equation is all about. And see, that's why communism, the God of communism, is what? The government is your God. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's really scary, too. And and again, going back to um, what they were saying in other countries, and I don't know, I just wanted to see what they were saying around the world. And, you know, I know we talked a lot about what's happening in our own country, and I just wanted to see what people were saying. And again, going back over to Europe, somebody said this. I just wanted to say this real quick. It says, I hope and pray so much that no state in the United States will follow this. Our only hope is that the Americans will never stand for this kind of enforcement. It should always be a choice. No one should be treated differently. This is barbaric. So the world view is they're counting on the Americans to come and save the day. Yes. Isn't that interesting? It's totally the wow. truth. Wow. And, and what is the church doing? Ugh. The church isn't even talking about this. No, it's scary. They're not only, they're, they're scared. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you just look at this equation and you're like, this is the biggest decision that a lot of people have made in a long time, right? And it's all happened this year. And so, you know, you know, Satan is trying to take advantage of us. We know the lies are coming. A dis- great deception is a lie upon a lie upon a lie upon a lie. You start to add them up. If we find the lies, we can find the deception. And right. we can find out what his agenda is and what he's trying to do. You know, so you think about the bottom line for me is that we don't want to be ignorant, right? The Bible says that we do not want to have Satan take advantage over us, okay? We're not supposed to be ignorant of his devices, and that's 2 Corinthians 2.11. But, uh, you know, as we finish up here, we have to remember that God has not given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. okay? But of power and of love and of sound mind, and that's 2 Timothy 1.7. So when we pray, we want to cast our eyes upon the Lord, okay? Because God... He will still give us peace in these times. Yes. And God is still good and God is still on the throne. And but the Bible says what it says and what is happening is what's happening. And we need to be in that moment. And right. I think that's the problem. We're we're not in that moment, you know, and seeing through those spiritual eyes and allowing God to still be in control. We did just lose Alex. She had to leave early, so we won't yeah. get them. So it's just us two. What do we do? I don't know. What do you? What do you? <laughs> I don't know. Are we ending I'll, the show? What are we, we doing? I'm done, Rob. Oh, you're done. Oh, okay. Well, it looks like we're done then. So we thank Rob, you for joining us. Did oh, you do wait, anything interesting week this week with I, Soil Ministries? <laughs> uh, I did actually. Soilministries.org. That's Soilministries.org. We uh, I was able to the pleasure to work with some amazing gentlemen in the project. And we are updating the social media pages, too. So you'll want to look for that, too. What social media pages are those, Rob? Those would be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So we got those going up, and we should be looking good, I would say, in the next... Our goal is the next 72 hours. We'll be up and running at full strength, but uh, with probably around... 45 to 60 images of some amazing things that are going down in, in Honduras. Um, and this is the 73rd year? 73rd year. Third, yep. 73 years. And uh, yep. it's amazing. If you go to the Facebook page, you'll be able to, and, and the website too, look at uh, the, the young lady who was 31 years old, a single mother, came down and started this amazing ministry. And, and, and go check it out. And if you want to talk about maybe what it does and whatnot, but it's amazing. So we have a lot of projects we're doing in Honduras. And it is, you know, the second poorest in our hemisphere and uh, you know I think the real bottom line for me the reason I got involved is because 
you know, when Jesus, you know, I should say when Peter denied Jesus three times, mm. and then he kind of had his three times where Jesus asked him whether he was, whether he loved him. Right. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep, right? Yep. You know, and you start to think about that, you know, who are the poorest of the poor? Who are the sheep in this world? And, you know, again, I think that if more people realize what was really going on in the world, they'd be more appreciative. And so for me, you know, that's when I, I felt like I had to answer that question that I needed to do something that wasn't in America and to go where the poorest people really were because that's where Jesus really does hang out. And yeah. uh, so we're doing lots of projects from feeding the children. We have a safe home down there for girls. We have a deaf hearing home, so we have a water program. There's lots of stuff, and uh, there's way more projects than we can really count. But if you follow us on one of those uh, social medias or our website, again, soilministries.org, and we're excited to be able to tell you more the way you can change the world. So God bless you guys. We had a great time. and. Um, yeah. Alex will be back. She'll be back. And also Supernatural Junkies uh, Facebook page. Yep. Instagram. Like us. Twitter. And the website will be out soon, too. So be looking for that. But, uh, yeah, please uh, like, um, have some comments, and let's have some fun. So love you guys. Yep. Appreciate it. Have an awesome week. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye-bye.